9,000 episode 147. Mark, as we often do at the top of the show, I thought we would uh, open with a segment where you read some ingredients and then we have a little snack. What do you say? <laughs> okay. I, my, love, I love this segment. This is my guilty pleasure bar right here. We call this segment Guilty Pleasures with Josh and Mark. Now, this is the one bar. You said I was going to read. Oh, you're going to read the ingredients to me. No, I'll, I'll pitch the bar and then I'll throw you the... And you can look in the ingredients. Your, your eye is so much keener when it comes to the ingredients. But uh, Thank you. Thank more you. protein than I'd ever need. 20 grams of protein. This is a real bar. Yeah. Only one gram of sugar. But we also have 10 grams of dietary fiber. Ooh. Um, this is the glazed donut flavor. Oh, can I eat that? We'll, we'll share them. And this is the cinnamon roll flavor, which I've never had. Have you ever had any of these bars? Oh, I've had many, many of those bars. The, the ingredients list is not something I'm totally cool with. Okay. There's like palm kernel oil and there's, I usually don't like whey protein, but they taste Amazing. so eerily close to, to what the photo is on the package there oh. that I believe this is, this is actually future food, Mark, because what it is, is you're cobbling together something to eat from a restricted palate. Of ingredients, right? Mm. You're not going for optimal flavor. You're going for optimal protein, fiber, what have you. The flavor is incident. They they bring that in as a as a layer to wrap it up. But there's hardly any sugar in it. But it still doesn't have that diety taste that strong. That was a decent point you just made. Mm -hmm. So the first question I had when you told me you told me protein, I'm like, okay, sure. Mm -hmm. I I didn't wonder where you got that. You didn't one. Bar? Wonder? I didn't wonder from which source you obtained the protein. It mm. ended with a preposition. Uh, but I did wonder immediately when you said 10 grams of fiber. Where are they getting that fiber? Yeah. But then when you told me that it was maple glazed donut and cinnamon roll, I just said, sign me up. Okay, but what I want you to do is, as you're reading the ingredients, see if you can find the other thing about this bar that excites me. Okay. Could be the sucralose. <laughs> Now, well, sucralose would just be a, a form of sugar, right? That's your one gram of added sugars, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Or is that a fake sugar? No. No. You sure? See, I thought the insider would know. I've forgotten my alternative sugars. I can... Hey, su- you know what comes up? Sucralose, sucralose keto, sucralose cancer. Those are the first three. Oh, really? It gives you cancer? Zero calorie artificial sweetener. Splenda! I told you, you motherfucker. Oh, it's Splenda? Yeah. Oh, I got to stop eating those. Oh, maybe not. Let's see. Protein blend, whey. Well, first, my, my eye is caught by this iconography. One bar goes great with the office, the gym, 6 a.m. flights. Isn't that clever? What are you doing? Protein blend, whey protein isolate, milk protein isolate. Okay. Isomalto oligosaccharides, prebiotic fiber from vegetable source. That's iso. Not my favorite. But the prebiotic fiber. Yeah, but I'd rather. That's the other I'd thing. I like just like straight up chicory root. Just give me some inulin. Yeah. Uh, those are okay, I think. But they are, I don't know. I think that's isos. Isomalto, yeah, ISO. Let's verify that while I'm here. Since you want some real intel. This is riveting Way to kick off a podcast. Iso prebiotic. Iso Nope. Forget it. Nobody cares. All right. What I'm worried about now is the sucralose. Right. I'm, I, there's such a deluge of ingredients that I failed to. Maltitol. That's always. Some people don't respond well to maltitol. Sunflower seed. Butter. Blended vegetable oil. Palm. Palm kernel. Natural flavors, maltodextrin. This is not a great bar. No. But I bet it tastes good. Tapioca starch, get a little fiber out of that tapioca. Carbonate, calcium carbonate, cocoa powder. What do you want to know? Processed with alkali. Just, they're just failing left, right, and center. It's just, where'd you get get this? (sighs) 
Is this a Sprouts bar? You can get those at Sprouts. Or I got all excited because you could get boxes of them at Target. <laughs> the blueberry cobbler is especially... <laughs> I want to try one. Let's dig in. Let's have a taste. Yeah, I've eaten way too many of these bars. And the kids like these bars now, so I feel like... Anyway, I needed to bring these bars before the great Kingmaker to know if I should continue eating them. But this is like just a crazy diet bar. Did you know? Here we go. Coca. Oh, which flavor is this? This is the this is the glazed donut. Uh, smells artificial going in. <laughs> sure does. But it tastes good going down. Mm-hmm. Maybe finish that off during the interlude. Huh. All right. We'll try the cinnamon roll later on, too. Very chewy. Oh, later on. Hey, side note. It's got that Vega te- texture. It does. I like the texture. I like that flavor. I'm not going to lie. Uh, how worried should I be about sucralose, do you think, Kingmaker? I mean, it wouldn't be an ingredient to choose. It'd be one to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's, that's a good point. There's a whole world of ingredients to be excited about. Mm-hmm. There's a whole world of ingredients to fear. And there's that whole middle ground. It's kind of like, oh. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's not great, but I'm not I'm not scared of it. And you're I, putting sucralose in that bucket? Uh, sucralose is more toward its... The fear bucket? It's in between the fear and the medium. Mm-hmm. Because it's been linked to cancer in certain clinical trials. How can you, you expect me not to eat this? It's that you good, isn't it? Son of a bitch. It's really good, huh? Yep, I'm going to eat it. See, I've, got a, I've developed a real problem with these bars. Like, I was feeling very, very self-conscious about it. I get them at Trader Joe's, too, and I'll buy, like, a bunch. Because, like, it's a bar that the kids uniformly like. And then I get out to the car, and I can't even wait till I get home. I'm just, like, eating one. And then I've been doing all this tiling. I'm doing manual labor. So then an hour later, I'm like... Downing another one? My habit. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. See? Little mouth spackle. Mouth mortar. I've been doing a lot of home projects, too, and I do not eat well when I'm doing home projects. A lot of snacking. I skip meals, and, boy, and then I pound them, and then at night, like, if there's any dessert in the house, I just wolf it down. Multiple servings. I eat a lot of dessert these days, too. Stress eating. Stress eating. But I tell you what. Scout? I am more shred than ever. <laughs> How's that? It's from these one bars. The yokage is in effect. Really? Heavy labor and the excess protein going Are to work. Are you on some sort of edible right now? You sound slightly slower than typical. No, I'm not on some edible right now. All right. I've got one bar mouth. Mm. That's a real affliction, you know. Sleepy? A little bit sleepy. Maybe just sleepy. It really takes it out of you doing that. That manual labor. I mean, what have you been doing, Josh? I saw some some fancy tile work down there. Been doing some subway tiles. These are uh, about 10 by 4 inch tiles. So a larger subway tile. And I'm going with a, uh, what do I got? Like almost a quarter inch grout line? You got a big big grout line there. I do. Um, Which I like. And a nice dark grout. Yes, a dark grout to match the, the black octagon tile on the floor. Also with a black grout. I like the black grout. Because grout's hard to clean. Yep. We have white grout at the salon on the backsplash behind the color station. That was a mistake. Oh, the color. Does you can't get that color out of the grout. Yeah. So I need to get some grout paint. Do they make <laughs> grout paint? Or you could just re-grout it. What? Sand all that grout out and re-grout it? Just chip it out. Just chip it out. It'd only take like eight hours. <laughs> or you could just, yeah. No, it wouldn't. Chip it out and lay a new grout line. You should, you should be caulking. Where do you have grout? Oh, there's tile. Yeah, there's tile on a oh, backsplash. Oh, I was thinking you, yeah, I was thinking of your caulk line. No, they do want to. You were thinking of my caulk line, huh? Natch, episode 147. What's the title of this one? We haven't processed it. Thinking of my caulk line. Caulk lines. Caulk lines. Ooh, see, instinctively reaching for the one bar. Yeah. Sucralose. I knew there was. They were too good to be true. I think I was just in denial. I'm just sitting here waiting for you to open the second one. I don't think I really want the kids to be eating those though. That's what I've decided. The sucralose. I mean, they've probably had like 20 of them in their lifetime. That's not terrible. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll crap most of it out. Yeah, it's look. 
People people spent decades drinking uh, six carbonated soda beverages chocked full of sucralose, and only some of them got cancer. That's true. It's all about buildup. Caulk lines. In your system. Yeah. Repeated okay. exposure. Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> like, like three one bars a day? That's repeated exposure, I think. Over the course of years, though, let's be real. Yeah. Come on. We know that you wouldn't stick with one bar for that long anyway. I'm, I'm wandering from the mic today. I need to get right up on it. Right up on it. Oh, another uh, bar news. I haven't confirmed this online, but I have a sinking suspicion that Health Warrior, mm. makers of my Your little tiny favorite chia bar, bar, the Chia Bar, and they also make like a pumpkin seed bar. You know, basic ingredients, not too many of them, no sucralose. I think they're going out of business because they... All that stuff was on super sale, and now it's no longer at Sprouts. Well, like, you think they're going out of business, or maybe Sprouts is not carrying them? Well, what's that mean for their bottom line, Mark? <laughs> maybe they got like into Safeway, and we're like, we're selling way more over here than over there. Could be. I feel like there was somewhere else I didn't see them, too. I'll keep looking. I'll you, keep you abreast of okay, the Okay, we situation. are on top. That's on our watch list. Yeah. So, great bar segment. They've been around for a while. Health Warrior. Health Warrior. Yeah, they look to be... Viable. Dummy. Oh, they look to be viable? Yeah. New bars. New new berries for the summer. All right. But I'm saying, what does it mean to you if you see rat like radical uh, fluctuations in price and then big drop-off in price? Well, you got a management problem, don't you? Do you? That's you what I'm you, trying to ascertain. You got, you got a bunny and a cat that it's... The cat, the cat, like, I think, I hope he's trying to pick the bunny up, but he gets mouthfuls of fur sometimes, (laughs) which is not really what you want to see. Nope. Who knew that the cat would be the aggressor with the bunny? Hello, bunny. The the dog's a huge pain in the butt with the bunny. Oh. He's just way too excited. So you finally uh, disrupted the careful balance of your menagerie. Yeah, it's been thrown into a turmoil. (laughs) The cat is uh, getting occasionally territorial and. Pissing on the floor in the kids' room. It's really fun to clean up. That's a whole nother wrinkle of the home renovation project. Oh, what? The, pets? The disturbance in the in the pets environment. And you only have one pet. I have one pet, but it's an old lady who has gotten difficult throughout this remodel. Yeah. Because she's pissed. She doesn't like it. She's like, I want to go down in the basement because it's hot outside. And you won't let me because it's got fresh paint. So I'm going to go out in the backyard and dig 40 holes. Ooh, she's been digging holes. Oh, massive holes. Ooh. Well, only in the, uh, you know, that chip area. Oh, wow. So not in the grass. That's that's good of her. She will. So uh, without even much effort, she just sort of was born this way. She would pee in the chips. Like Lady Gaga. Yes. Not in the grass, because a female dog's urine will kill that grass. Yeah, well, hey, newsflash. Male dog, too. Male dog urine kills grass. (laughs) So you'd have little brown spots. You can post that on next door. Urgent. Um, but when we got her rescued, you know, within a week, she was only, she would only piss on the, on the edges, in the mulch, on the chips, never the grass. Oh, that's over. You keep telling this story. I do. Fucking chew. <laughs> she comes out. She'll be like, I can't go down to the basement. I'm pissed. I'm going to dig some holes in these chips. And then I'm going to leave the chips and stare right at you and just pee in the grass. An aggressive move. Quite. So what I'm telling you is be prepared for some, uh. Backlash from these animals. Did you open another one? No. Oh. <laughs> You're feeling the pull. All right, we got to get to the news, man. Mm. And it starts with you doing a. <laughs> Come on, chop, chop. Dead Alkaline air. Vegan News Roundup. Yeah, there we go. The one and only account you need to follow on Instagram. Did we discuss agave versus date syrup? Don't know. Last episode? Oh, God, you didn't, you don't, you, why are you in charge of this? You don't even know what's in there. Oh, wait, I went in once and cleaned it out, I think. Yeah, see, we're good. Oh, date sugar is the best sugar to consume because it is a whole food and is simply dried and ground dates. That's true. All its nutrients are intact. 100% pure agave syrup from cactus is recommended, but, it, but its processing can possibly compromise its carbohydrate structure. What did you do? You added so many to this. God. All right. So, um, You're saying so date sugar, not sucralose. Date, date syrup is even better than agave is what they're saying? How fucking hard would it be for the people that want to use stevia or a plant-based sweetener? Right. 
pisses me off. Well, do we have stationery? I think I want to write a strongly worded letter. And I want to know where their palm kernel oil is coming from. Good question. I feel like if you're not touting the fact that it's sustainable, then it probably ain'table. <laughs> Eating organic meat will not, I repeat, will not help you avoid contaminants. 93% of dioxin exposure comes from eating animal products. Huh. Uh, any incinerators, including trash incinerators, generate some kind of the most toxic chemicals known to science called dioxins. What's the uh, level of meat intake over here these days? Um, a good amount of chicken. Mm. Um, I'd say like once every couple of weeks, there's some pork tamales. Ooh. Uh, are there both boys are really into pork tamales and we go, you we go found on? this abuleta out near Waterworld, who sells wonderful pork tamales from a little cart in front of a save a lot. So you just buy them there. I do. And the kids and you go to Waterworld. The kids got to see their for, I mean, they, I think it was their first exposure to black market DVDs. They were <laughs> throttled that Endgame was for sale already. But oh, of course, I had to explain to them. Anyway, why is this talking about burning trash? Is my question. Oh, what? Dioxins. Oh yeah. Oh, they come out of the incinerators and yeah. fall across farm fields. Cows eat the crops. A cow standing. Whoops. Dioxins is, is all that sort of rust belt cancer. Hmm. Factory life. Well, the cow standing in the shadow of an incinerator PCBs. will ingest huge amounts of these dioxins. Exactly. Uh, more dioxin in one day than it would take you in 14 years to breathe if you were standing right next to that cow breathing the same air. The dioxin accumulates in what? the cow's fat, which includes the milk and the meat. Anyone eating meat or, or dairy will receive that dose of dioxin. There's no safe place to run if you're looking to find clean animal products to eat on this planet. Bucko. Dioxins travel yeah, very far because they're light. Incinerators in Iowa and Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, were pegged in a 2000 study as the largest single contributor to dioxin contamination at eight sites in the Canadian Arctic. Look at your fingernails. Those are the fingernails of a home worker. Yeah, that is some uh, black uh, cock, actually, <laughs> as it were. Got it on your fingernails. I did. And when I was refinishing the front door, so it involved some stain. Oh, it was just, it was just a. Yeah, I like I like the manly appearance of these these nails. So the reason I bring up meat is I'll tell you what, for my money too. I don't know about you. Nah. The less clothing I'm wearing, the better. <laughs> while I'm doing these these renovations, God. I I just like a, a, a that, little a Spartan pair of running shorts is about all I can handle. That is also the hallmark of a amateur, though, because when the pros get involved, they're there to make sure they don't get hurt. It's always some sort of heavy pant. It's a good boot. There's lots of gloving. Well, I'll wear gloves if I'm working with toxic chemicals, but when I'm just putting Even just subway like, tiles up one at a time and I'm back buttering them. Oh, look at you. What am I worried about getting on my leg? This is the some DIY mortar, podcast. Some mortar, some thin sets. Hey, I'm with you, man. I go, I, I'm flip-flopping it for a lot of my projects. See, I'm tight, yeah. But the pros, when they come in, when they rip your house apart, nobody's going to be in flip-flops. Well, because they're, they're bonded and insured, Mark. Come on. Let's be real. I, the reason I bring up meat is because I guess you're not, you're no longer, your uh, vegetarian kick is over. We still have Harper, full-on vegetarian. I don't think she's getting enough nutrients. Really? Yeah. Get her some of those one bars. <laughs> I think she needs meat. She might. She's kind of frail. Does she like any of the Beyond Meat well, products? Shaky. How about almonds? Is she eating a lot of almonds? Uh, I want to get that iron count up. I mean, that's the problem. You're dealing with a human who's not fully formed to realize like, oh yeah, I need to eat more almonds. So, How about this? Uh, Trader Joe's, they have a wonderful... Now, my problem with mo most of the trail mixes for sale at Trader Joe's or anywhere else for that matter is they always include some sort of dried fruit. A raisin, a cherry... Apricot. Yeah, and kids don't like dried fruit in their trail mix. They don't like raisins. Uh oh. Tensions mount on the couch. Uh, so they have a trail mix, Mark, that is cashews, almonds, and little chocolate nibs, little dark chocolate nibs. Try getting her a bag of that. All right. You can't stop snacking because of that chocolate. 
but but in the meantime you're eating a lot of uh walnuts or i'm sorry almonds and cashews a lot of nut protein and iron i think she, you know if she's not eating meat you know you got to worry about iron i think that's what it is you turn to the uh, the mighty almond great source of iron and mark the reason <laughs> i brought up avocado is because there's a company in mexico making plastic cutlery and straws from avocado seeds that completely biodegrade in 240 days So technically, they're not plastic cutlery. Pistachios have four times the iron content of almonds, Brazils, or cashews. Yeah, you're going to want to try and find an unsalted pistachio. That's a big sodium boost if you're eating your traditional pistachio nut. I'm not afraid of salt. All right. <laughs> you look sleepy. I do? Mm-hmm. Ten- Hold on. Tensions mount on the couch. Oh, you're writing that down? See, the bunny split, though. Smart. All right, are we done with... How many more Alkaline Vegan Newses do you need? I need to get on Just the like microphone. like 10. <laughs> no, there's only like five. Uh, lean people live longer. Thank God. That's, we can fly over that one. Um, coconut oil pulling. Oh, boy. Make sure to oil pull first thing in, when waking. I, uh, Before list, eating list, or drinking anything. beware. When I arrived at the studio this morning... Josh could not speak to me. He had a mouthful of... Of desert coconut, essence. Desert essence pull. Mouth pull. I like that pulling liquid. Here's what you want to remember, though. You don't, you don't want to gargle with that. I, I believe... I'm going to say 10, 12 episodes ago, we were talking about uh, the low risk of contracting pneumonia from oral pulling. Or you get an infection in your inner ear? Was that what it was? I think it was more of like you aerate... The pulling solution in your mouth and inhale it, you'll get oil in your oh, lungs. Oh, up in your nose. Which can give you pneumonia. So, you know, just be careful. I'd say you, you wanna you wanna oral pull with a with intention, honestly, because you don't want to get too lost. Cause what if what if something surprised you and you gasped and you mm. got pneumonia? Then you'd feel real stupid. I'd feel real stupid. But if you do it safely, you can expect whiter teeth. It detoxes the body. Uh, it increases energy, it aids hormonal changes, and it reduces headaches. It also keeps the skin clear, promotes oral hygiene, reduces inflammation and bleeding gums, helps clear sinuses, kills bacteria that cause bad breath. So, are you on board? Uh, yeah, once I'm done with all my projects. Once Looks I'm like you're working on a project right now. Telling me I'm tired, at least I'm showing up. I'm uh, you know what I'm doing? I'm unsaving the ones you've already done because I know you never will. That way you w- we won't have to worry about the repeat. You're logged in on a on a laptop to Instagram. Uh, oh, yeah. That's the only way I, I like have it. it. Yeah, I well, know. Well, you did a story, but I can't see a story. Oh, yeah, I can. Oh, boy. Don't tell me. Uh... Did you know that if your blood is formed from eating pure foods, your brain will function in a manner that will surprise you? Your former life will take on the appearance of a dream, and for the first time in your existence... Your consciousness awakens to a real self-consciousness. Real foods. What do you think? (laughs) What did you just say? If your blood is formed from eating pure foods, your brain will function in a manner that will surprise you. Your former life will take on the former life. Yeah, you're entering a new era. What's his name? A new bio, Roy. Roy. Your former life will take on the appearance of a dream. Oh, but that's not a former life. In a past life, that is just your life before you... Like a dream. Sounds good. Okay. Well, did you know that we are not carnivores? Um, Our intestinal tracts measure roughly 12 times the length of our torsos, about 30 feet. This allows for the slow absorption of sugars and other waterborne nutrients from fruit. In contrast, the digestive tract of a carnivore is only three times the length of its torso... This is necessary to avoid rotting or decomposition of flesh inside the animal. Mark, that just sounds like good common sense. What do you think? Agreed. Really? So in this uh, earlier, you said that you think your daughter needs to eat meat to be healthier, but now you're saying agreed that we are not designed to pull nutrition from meat sources. Is that what I'm saying? That's what I heard. I wasn't paying attention. That's what I figured. I, uh, the jury's out. I'm beginning to think we need a little meat. Which is bad. I think a little a little foul. Chicken? Yeah. What's I don't know about the red what's meat. What's humming? It's a refrigerator. Okay. Keeping the chicken cool. But uh, 
Talk to your water, Mark. Talk to your water. It's been proven the molecular structure of water changes if it is exposed to positive mantras, sayings, prayers, etc. Masaru Imoto, a Japanese scientist, conducted many studies on this. Once the water is spoken to in a positive manner and consumed, it attracts beneficial experiences, opportunities, and even miracles into your life. Couldn't be easier, Mark. Talk to your water. <laughs> what, what do you want me to do? Pour, pour a glass of water and talk to it as I drink it? I do. And what I want you to consider is like, this sounds like some of the most far out shit you've ever heard, right? Yeah, yeah. Is maybe. it that though, or is it what we've talked about where science is starting to prove more and more things that ancient wisdom already covered? Like the, the gut brain, intuition, chakras. You get back to this hocus pocus stuff and prove it scientifically. Yeah. What if you can really talk the to water? The energy fields of water. What if you can stoke out your water, bro? Oh, boy. The sentient skin of water. Yep, got some fur on that one. But see, the bunny keeps going back for more. Yeah, the bunny's going... That's the problem. Don't encroach in the territory. But do you think that means, like, the bunny's just dumb, or does the bunny know that it's not a real death race? You think the bunny's just dumb? I don't think the bunny knows. Blueberries? I don't know. I think the lights are on. I think somebody's home. I think if he were truly scared, he'd be hiding somewhere. That's he's just true. sitting there. Yeah, that's true. That's, he's probably, you know, he's, he's like, this is my home. I got to fend my ground. Yeah. And I admire that about Blueberry. And Scout, I've had enough of you peeing on the floor. <laughs> the floorboards are getting warped for me washing Ooh. it. But good news. I think they're going to sand all the floors anyway. Sand the floor when they redo. Throw them in that big bucket of money. Maybe I'll sand them myself, Mark. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to not pay a painter to paint the inside of my house. Just like anything else, it takes You're time. You're a pro. Time and focus, Mark. It is time and focus. I spent an entire summer working. Here we go. As a college pro painter. And if, as memory painting serves... Painting interiors and exteriors. Do you have any tips for an exterior? I need to do an ex... All my trim... All my uh, soft, not soffit, fascia, soffit. Uh, your fascia? Whatever that board is next to the gutter. Well. Just peeling off. Stay hydrated because you're going to be out in the sun. Uh, you got to do a ladder system and with a plank or I don't know. I would suggest finding some good mixes to listen to. Yep. Um, and when you load up your brush with paint or stain or whatever. Well, what, first I got to scrape all the old stuff off, right? Oh, I didn't realize you hadn't primed the surface yet, Mark. Yeah, you need to prep. You need to scrape all the old paint off. Then you can decide if you want to use a primer or not. You can do a primer and paint in one. You can do it. Some of those products are quite fine. Good. My main piece of advice, though, is go slow and be moderate with how much paint you're dipping. Mm. The br you know, you only want paint at the ends of your brush. Yeah. Especially because you're going to be upright. The paint, the brush is going to be tipping back. The paint's going to tend to run, and it's going to want to go right down your arm. And drip on your your favorite flip flops. So you just want to make sure to use little small amounts of paint and take your time. And so to avoid a mess. In a past life, someone did this and got. There's a few places on the house where it's on the brick. You know, mm. A little splatter down the brick. Well, I'll tell you why that happened. There was too much paint in that brush. <laughs> Do I have to paint everything off? I mean, excuse me, tape everything off, or can it? Is it easy to not do that? How steady is your hand? Very steady. Well, and I think you've answered your own I'm question, Mark. Yeah. Here's the thing. Taping is great. Taping takes time. How much time are you going to save ultimately? If you tape the whole damn thing up, then you pull all the tape off. You're still going to have some spots where it pulls up some of the paint. You're going to have to touch that up. Or well, do you I'm, just keep... Here's another tip, pro I, tip. I wouldn't want to tape outside. Yeah, the, well, this is a college pro tip. Well, I'm just you. thinking of like a big drop cloth, plastic sheet, just rough blue tape. So just so you don't splatter the brick. Oh, yeah, you could do that. I thought you meant you're going to tape your edges. Not a fine line tape, no. Yeah, I suppose you could do that if you want. In fact, taking your advice, yeah, I did this little mystery strip, you know, between your, it's part of the door trim, mm. between your, you have a security door or a screen door on this one? Sure do. Between that and the door, these two little pieces of wood on the side. I painted those a green just to screw with Jenny. Just an accent? <laughs> just an accent, but you can't really see them. Did Jenny appreciate that? But I did that with no with no tape. I'm like this. I'm doing this. This high feels good school. to do it freehand. Freehand. Tell you what. Other pro tip though. Uh, with the wet rags, so you wet can wipe rag. out mistake. Wet rag. Get to that mistake right away, and it never happened. Okay. 
That's, That's great advice. Great segment. Alkaline vegan news. Uh, Talk to your water. Yeah, we can skip this last one. Let's move on. Well, it actually just says, should children be taught how to grow food as part of their schooling? And then their comment is thoughts. So I, I put I put that to you, Mark. Uh, I, well, you know my thoughts. It's one of it's. I think it's a trigger point for so many good things. It's a no-brainer throughout a lifetime. Learn to grow and nurture. For if you hold that mystical orb, you hold in your hands the future, Mark. Right. Episode one hundred and forty-seven. Cocklines. Cocklines. Tensions mount on the couch. <laughs> tensions mount on the sloppy cocklines, and tensions Ugh. are mounting. Who dis? Who dis, Mark? This is our next story. Who dis? Who dis? You want me to read this? It's a, yeah, it's someone's uh, description of a position on on LinkedIn, your favorite uh, professional networking service. Who dis? Who dis? Under experience. Oh, this is a screenshot under experience. Founder and CEO Iris Nova. I know who this is right away. Oh, my segment went awry. Just a just a crowd favorite. Yeah. You open Speaking of crowd favorites. Oh yeah. The interlude's coming up. Do you want me to read the rest of this? Is that the part of it? We believe the future of the beverage industry will be built through direct communication with customers. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll bet you keen listeners know who this is, too. Yeah, it's a, it's a trivia game for everybody. Pencils down. Our proprietary first-to-market tech platform offers a frictionless ordering and customer service experience featuring beverages tailored to meet the needs of the modern consumer. Conversational commerce, C-commerce, blends natural conversation. Oh, I'm sorry, did data. you just introduce a new vertical? Giving us a powerful ability to formulate and deliver innovative beverage products without the shelf space constraints that currently plague the traditional beverage industry. Then there's something blacked out. Iris Nova, Latin for new lens, is a nod to looking at the industry with a refreshed perspective and a renewed sense of opportunity. It could only be Zach Normandin. Could only be. The fabled CEO of Dirty Lemon. Now he's laddered up to Iris Nova because Dirty Lemons, you know what I read? What did you read? So there was some investment from Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. You've heard me hypothesize that that was somehow involved with the elimination of the CBD beverage line. Didn't I do that on this podcast? I think we both arrived at that conclusion. I, I'm not oh going to give God. you sole credit. Pure, purely. I think conjecture. that might have been my, my, that might have been my point. I no, think if you check the tape, you'll see that I made that connection. Yeah, okay. I re- he was in one of these, I don't know, trade publication probably. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was like BuzzFeed, HuffPo. Anyway. Some, the comment made something to the effect of, I don't really care about the Dirty Lemon brand. The brand doesn't matter to me. It's all about the connection with the consumer. Like he's, You were concerned about that. I well, remember it was just you, a little bit of just... You read it aghast. I was aghast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I understand his point that like... Sure. We're going to be investing in a lot of other beverage brands. We're going to be launching new brands. It's not about just this brand. This brand over time will cease to be of... Do you think it's like it's that, that thing like a coach would do to a, that's, it's almost a like rookie? A, you know, you bench him to almost, make him sweat it out. Nah, it's like, yeah, it's just fuck you, dirty lemon, sit down. And then they're like, wait, what? I think you know, make him make him work extra hard. Okay. Friday Night Lights. I've been watching. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, it, but am I wrong? Have you heard? I had not heard sea commerce before. Have you? I mean, you're that's more hard. you're more entrenched in that world, but. That's a good point. You know, I heard about a lot of e-commerce during my reign as managing editor of UX Magazine, the world's preeminent... Marketing maven for TEDx Publication. Marketing maven. Uh, So many hats, so many toes, and so many different pools. But Mark, C-commerce has not been one of them to this point. Are you asking me if Zach invented the term C-commerce? I was asking if Iris Nova did. Iris Nova. I don't... Good question. I don't know. Because... I've I've only heard it from him. Let's see. Oh, God, I had a belch. Are you doing a Google search for CECOM? Yeah. It's not, it's not coming up. That is a new vertical. You heard it here first. <laughs> Bringing you the future one slice at a time. Speaking but, of. But I'm not surprised that, in a way, the the story, the, the buttress, the girdling of Dirty Lemon is what drew most of our interest, right? We thought it was... It's always a, fascinating. The marketing maven thought it was fascinating how they they launch a flashy, very catchy, very memeable... Uh, Instagram account, girls with gluten. Ah, all they're doing is repurposing that. photos that people with high Instagram accounts are taking of themselves eating junk food. Shrewd, hacking, ecom to create ccom. Mark, Jesus, this must have been a keynote at Natchcom. <laughs> Which reminds me, but before I do that, 
do this. First, I'm going to, I still have concerns about this. I haven't dug in, but um, I'm going to go to Dirty Lemon on Instagram. I haven't been, I haven't looked in ages. I'm guessing 110,000. Hmm. I remember they wanted that goal. And I don't think. He's no Spencer Hamilton, but. Uh, I don't think they're posting that often. May 7th is their last post. Oh my gosh. They're abandoning the platform. Where are they going? Is he done with what is happening? Oh my God. I think it is the mentality. I think it is the coaching thing I was talking about. He's benching dirty lemon for a little while. Oh man. They got to prove themselves. I think he, I think I was right. My Friday nights, my Friday night lights theory. Either that or he's very busy with Iris Nova launching something else and has could be. the, did the song just start? No, no, because I think that's what he realized, right? The, I mean the, the drink innovative, the, but the, uh, what, but I think what the platform, the platform was his secret sauce. Visionary, Mark. And that's what got the, got the investment. The but that's what you can turn attention. into an agency, right? You can. You're We're re- here, man. We are here. No, I think they're the agency now, right? They're selling that approach to selling products oh. or are they, are they kicking out more products? Uh, both. Well, I know he's kicking out. Well, are there new th- brands that are part of their empire? Or are I, they taking on new brands? I'm supposed to talk about it. Oh, you. Ooh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't remember. I mean, it's been a long time since I... Natch, episode 147, cutting so close to the bleeding edge. What is that? What, if, what is it? one of your favorite uh, summertime... Hey, I don't want to get you in trouble, Mark. I'm just going to tell you the category. Okay. You, you won't be surprised. Favorite what? Summertime... Well, you gave me one over here. You and the kids, I think, like them. Nice, nice real solid glass bottle. Topo Chico. Mm. That's all you're saying is Topo Chico. You think he's taking on Topo Chico? Mom's the word. Mom. You think the there's going to be a direct ordering platform emerging for Topo Chico? They're going to. It's going to become a Seacom product. Some, not not for Topo Chico. For their own mineral water. Mm. So they're scaling back from enhanced waters to just straight up mineral water. I think he's just trying another beverage, and as we often do throughout the was, day. Remember that other idea he had with the? Oh, we shouldn't be talking. Yeah. Hey, that was a that that was him picking our brains. It was. He wanted to know about the future. Of course. Speaking of the future, I think the future happened, and I don't know if it actually did. Natchcom, hey, have you heard about podcasts? Natchcom, the Bay, two thousand nineteen, was supposed to have occurred. I mean, you'd think we would know this, being Natch. I heard it went down a lot like the fire festival. Jesus, People June 17 up. to 18, but I don't see any evidence that it happened, which has me concerned. And the website itself is still like buy tickets for June 19. What you're coming face to face with is actually the new face of CECOM, Mark. Is it? It's, it's a revolt against everyone needing to see and respond to things in real time. Ah. We're suspending now. Okay, good. We're letting more buzz build. The event already happened. You're telling me it was one of the best events ever. The learnings are still under lock and key. Be, you had to did be I there. not just paraphrase the keynote for you? You did. You had to be there. I get it. You know who you sound like to me? A visionary? I'll tell you who you sound like. Oh, God. I sound like God, huh? Well. That was going to be such a smooth transition, and I botched it because I had to republish the whole thing. But that's okay. This is who you sound like really well and then mm-hmm. things didn't go that well and yeah. that's when we made the change but like the, ernie the end of the day oh that's bagman also selling into a super sensitive crowd mm-hmm. that had been burned mm-hmm. so who else is that right. it's funny when you take oh, a, look at a typical wholesale retail model there's two tiers in the woodshed the you got it they're in the woodshed in the woodshed in the weeds if i can get some of that along with that novelty i'm like i'm halfway there um, if you replay the tape on this one, I think you'll hear that however you were positioning your uh, laptop, it made them sound like Bert and Ernie. I thought you were playing a Bert and Ernie segment for a second. I was like, whoa, hey. No, I would encourage all Ernie. listeners, because all listeners would be nothing but huge fans Ernie. of 4G, our favorite alien business Management guru. Oh, I, every time I wear those socks of his, I beam with a special kind of pride. You know, hey, you know, you know, 4G style. 4, 4G came to do a podcast in Alex Boguski's woodshed at Crispin Porter Boguski. Go find it on YouTube and enjoy. It's what, I don't know, it's 10 minutes. It's, it's a good one. It's 30 minutes. I thought it was short. It's, I mean, it's inside baseball. 
at Agency Baseball. Inside a woodshed. Greg's the client. Alex is the agency. My point being, when he showed up, he had socks. You bring, so- you bring gifts. He had a pie. His wife makes killer desserts. He brought me candy one time that his wife had made. Greg, um, I'd like to try some of that. <laughs> he brought a pie with Fresh an pie? alien on it and CPB. CBDs C-P-B. in the pie? CPB. CPB, oh. All right, I just want everybody to check that out. 4G was in the woodshed. And speaking of 4G, oh. Oh, you kicking my cat? Yep. One of 4G's favorite portfolio companies would have to be one of your favorite gut shot suppliers. Farmhouse Cultures. Farmhouse Cultures. There's a new skin for your gut shot, Josh. I want to get your reaction. All right. I'm ready to react. It doesn't have to be positive now. I'm no one's shill. I know you're not. Hmm. Oh, you got an mmm, Greg. You're getting an mmm from Josh. Well, I'm looking from across the room. Whatever the product is in the background looks like uh, looks like that, to- it looks like no, toilet paper. That's just a that's just that's not a product. The backdrop looks like packages of toilet paper. There's four products: two gut shots, a kraut, and two krauts. I think. I think the krauts, the kraut packaging looks from a distance uh-huh. like toilet paper packaging. Okay. That's just my gut reaction. You're not talking about this stuff. You're talking about the package. I'm talking about from a distance. Okay. From where I am standing. Uh, uh, listeners, Josh is about five feet away looking at my MacBook Air screen, which is about, what, 12, 14 inches what, diagonal? It's a good size. But what I would say is that I'm, I'm losing some of the bucolic sensibilities that i saw in the old packaging i liked if you're if you're farmhouse cultures you're not going to escape that name you're not going to get out of the farmhouse you need to express the farmhouse oh, a little look more. at you so interesting that's just my hot take so here, here's my hot take as long as the product inside the bottle hasn't changed has not my loyalty will not okay. shift well, but it's good to know i would advise for the next revision you look inward well i will tell you i think what you said Warrants a moment to dive in with, they interviewed the CEO for why they did this. Oh, okay. But my gut reaction. There it is again. Is that it's okay. I, it is, what I suspect is that it is intentionally more generic and intentionally more neutral. More accessible, you mean? Yeah. I mean, they kind of had a distinctive dark, lots of farm stuff. And it was, but, but I liked it. I think it's ultimately a, a niche product anyway. This 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 is ambivalent to me. So I don't think I don't it, think the packaging is what's going to draw in a new customer to the gut shot. Oh, I think word of mouth is what sells gut interesting. shot. Interesting. Okay. 4G. Because it's Pay it's an attention. intense product. It's Remind an intense product. Remind me to send this segment to 4G. If you bought gut shot cold, if someone was like, and you didn't, and you had no context, no one had like recommended the experience of gut shot, and you drank some of the gut shot, mm-hmm. might be the last time you ever touched that bottle. But if you have the story behind it, the context, someone has told you the way it makes them feel. Oh, I see. How it quenches a thirst that's so deep you didn't even know it was there. Yeah. Then you're prepared for it. And then that assault on your taste buds is warranted. Mm-hmm. So I, that's just my feelings as I'm, the hey, next CEO. I'm just sitting here letting you vomit up these pearls of wisdom for Greg because he is going to eat this up. <laughs> He's going to eat up my vomited <laughs> pearls? That's... <laughs> So the stated reasons to rebrand would be to attract a younger base of consumer, to get credit for being organic. They, they're promoting that more. I think they changed their tagline. Uh, there was something about the... To dupe people into thinking they're buying one of the things toilet we, paper? One of the things we found in our research is that older people are more inclined to get their probiotics from a pill. Whereas older people like they use a lot of toilet paper. probiotics through their food. So to encompass that younger consumer base, we need a fresher, unique approach. See, at least I'm getting my prebiotic fiber. Block print, with my line sucralose. drawings, jewel tones, and call-outs on the new packaging that's more modern. It, it feels more modern, but it, it, which is, I don't know if that's a hit. Here's another one for you, Mark. Is, but what do I know? Is Gutshot inherently a sterile product? Or is it oh, yeah. vibrant and bursting with life? Oh, I thought you meant sterile in terms of germs. Of course, it's a clean, consumable product, but it's not, you it's can, not a sterilized product. It's I mean, alive. It's vivacious. I would think you could do surgery with one of those gut shots. I would not want, I don't, I don't want a, I don't want sterile, clean packaging. I want, mm. I, want I want, a, I want that stuff coming out of a fucking barrel, like a wood barrel. 
Remind me of that. Wasn't there a red barrel on it? It looks like the packaging. Whoa! Washing down my half of the cinnamon roll one bar with some farmhouse cultures in its current iteration. Ginger blast. This is ginger beet. Beet. Gut shot. And so like you've got a dynamic photo of a sliced beet and some ginger with some slices of that right in front of it. It almost looks like it's in the upside down in Stranger Things yeah. immersed in total blackness. Well, you've got the whole bottom half of that label is dark. It is. And with, it says with, gut shot organics. And then I'm seeing the ingredients. I'm seeing what's in here. And then the farmhouse cultures, their logo is the backdrop is slats of wood. Mark, ah, this is the farmhouse. There you go. That's good. I think, I think you've lost some of that. Did you this. want a closer look? I would. I do think you've lost some. You, you lose some of that. Uh, I like the photos of the ingredients too. I don't want jewel tones. I want yeah. the jewel that is a beat, Mark. Yeah, I mean, I'm look. I'm sure old 4G has been through dozens of these rebrands. You win some, you lose some. Oh yeah, he's he's had to pivot so many times. He's a pivoter. He loves to pivot. His joints are very loose. Man, he can't stop pivoting. Nope. Um, I think he, it's okay. It's not my. I I do think there was something more distinctive about the old. I would say it's all right, but it's not my cup of probiotic. But I also blast. think that that might be the. If you're going mainstream, if you're going more mass. You probably have to do stuff like this. Maybe that's what's. what's I think you, I think you've been tricked into thinking you have to do stuff like this. Oh, thank you, Josh. Don't let me fall into those antiquated ways of thinking. I don't think these things are true anymore, Mark. (laughs) We're in a whole new paradigm. We're in the C-commerce era, or I'm sorry, the consumer commerce. Just to clarify. No. That's what it was. Consumer commerce. Isn't that what he called it? Is that what he called it? Yeah, C-com. It wasn't. Oh, I'm thinking of mobile. It's because we've become the product. We are. The commercible, if you will. The commercible? Sure. <laughs> hey, new verticals require new words to be invented All right. that inhabit their world. Josh. Mark Brush. Speaking of new worlds. As we often do here on 9000 episode 147. I, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but I opened up one of my little feeds and there was old Tom York saying I have a new solo album out. You know, he's kind of press... He's antagonistic with the press. Well, he always looks like he's falling asleep. Well, he has a... He has the a eye. St- yeah, okay. <laughs> he has a what? A sty? He had like... Do you know this? I don't know this. <laughs> okay. I know he has an interesting eye. I feel guilty. 
He he had, I think when he was born, one of his eyes was paralyzed. Crazy. And he had like six surgeries on it. And the last surgery they botched, so he ended up with a lazy eyelid. Mm. There you go. I think it looks cool. I wasn't dissing it. And 40 years later. It's helped him maintain a distance from the press. Just by default, just by the way he looks. He looks skeptical. Well, so he comes out with his solo album, which is fine. Little bleeps and bloops. And I I tend to like the bleeps and the bloops. I love bleeps and bloops. With a companion film from Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Streaming on Netflix. Have you seen it? I was particularly moved by the choreography. Yes. That's my point. What is the choreography? I thought it was pretty. I was was like, whoa, this is quite effective. It was interesting. And the kids, you wouldn't think kids give a crap about this, but they were milling around in the background and they got sucked in and watched the whole thing. I think we watched it with our kids too. Elias had been reading 1984 until he got a little weary of it, but I was reading it along with him. And it has like a dystopian vibe to it. Sure. But But it's still playful. It is like, and then it's also like certain choices are strange and you wonder if it's deliberate that there's like a Stella Artois sign in an, you know, there is? they're dancing through an alleyway. They, they dance by a pub and there's a sign in the window. It like, is it really actually Stella Artois? Yeah. Oh. And it's strange because like for a lot of that, that. short film, you, it feels like you're immersed in some sort of alternate reality, but then there's little hints that nope, they're just running around Amsterdam or something. <laughs> so it was oh, nice. I was, I was impressed. I was too. Did you actually know that he was married forever? It's a long time. To like, um, oh God, his like a printmaker. Mm. Yeah, all the kids and all of the fame and all of that. And only in the past year or so did they separate. Mm. Well, officially, very mm. private. And then within six months, she was dead from some sort of long fight with cancer. You're saying he abandoned his sick wife? <laughs> what I'm saying is on the surface, one could interpret that. I, my guess is that deep down it had been happening for a while. And when it finally got out. That's your guess, huh? They got it. But how sad is that? That's because he wrote that whole album about their breakup. Radiohead album. Which album would that be? The one that came out when we were visiting Mark Bittman and he was talking about how, what he thought of it. Do you remember that? Sort of. I haven't listened to it, I he guess. He came in and he was like, I have snow notes. And he, and he <laughs> snow notes. He put it on and... You and guys then, are gonna love this. And then he, he put on. He put on. Uh, he was talking about the new Radiohead album, which he thought was just like a great mood. Everybody's so interested in how crazy Radiohead is, but it was just such a good mood album. All right, Biddy. That was his hot take. Anyway, I don't know why I brought that up. Hey, because even more important is this. What did you call it when you gave me all that skate crap? Education. Your education. No, I'm not sitting yeah. through some fish oh, shit. It's my job. I don't want to be educated. To bequeath upon you some, some fishery. All right, but there is value to an education. There is uh-huh. scant value to any sort of fishery. Well, here's the deal, Josh. It's only relevant information in a very secluded universe. The tiger disagrees. I guess so. So what, what do you see right there? What does that say? Ruby wands. Ruby waves. Now I'm going to pause this. You probably you. can't tell. It's too far away. This is the July 14th concert, 2019, at uh, Alpine Valley. I think the third night. Last real show of the official summer tour. They're going to get to Fish Dicks. Official? At the end. Uh, if you look at this YouTube clip, which they released, thir- uh, 38 minutes, Josh. Mm. That's a 38-minute jam. That's one of the 10 longest in fishery. It came out of nowhere. My goodness. That's the longest since they reunited in 2009. It's been decades for people waiting for them to do stuff like this. And they oh, went wow. deep. And so you're expecting at Fish it's an, Dicks. It's an improvisational journey. You're expecting a long, oh, slow oh. one at Fish Dicks. <laughs> is what you're telling me. I can only hope. You never know. Hey, maybe three back to back. Over the course of three nights. Three be a long, new man. slow ones. I, hey, I'd be a happy camper. Well, I wish you the best of luck. And congratulations to Fish for breaking their own record. They just invent they're just inventive. You they think are. you think these old guys at the end of the road they're like, "Oh, we're done with those 30-minute jams." But everybody loves the, the this 20-minute, 20 20-minute 20 plus. You get to something like that, you got something special. You do. That's lightning in a bottle. <laughs> it's it's what mag- Bogo was trying to capture out of the porta potty down at the Denver Skate Park. 
And I've only got one more story. I can't quantify these things. It's about Mark Pittman. Could you... Okay. Serendipity. It's called Mark Bittman's Heat. You didn't read it, did you? Heated, I believe, is the name of his... Uh, pub- but my, I'm saying... The, oh, go ahead. Because he wrote a... I think it's an article for his heated... Publication? On Medium. Mm-hmm. Iowa crops look like food, but no one's eating inside a system that traps farmers and screws up the planet. I don't know. I just sounds like familiar territory. I mean, it, it is. I think it's 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 a nice. He actually takes a trip to Iowa, sees it firsthand. That's how comes, he rolls. Come to some, comes to some new understanding around it. Yeah, he's going to Iowa because and he's voting for Trump in twenty twenty as a result of did it. Did some shooting for the PBS NewsHour Weekend Future of Food series. Mm. Keep your eyes open for that. I don't know if you'd read it. We could have talked about some of the insights, but. Well, see, that's this works though because I was. Yeah, gonna, I'm just gonna do the poll quotes. Through some news stories that you that I haven't read, neither of you. Well, then I'll give you these. Give you. Give me some hot takes. Farmers talk of crops and equipment and prices, but not of food. It's one of the highlighted quotes. So that's just a fun. That's just a core problem right there. He gets at some core problems in this article. Fifty percent of the corn in Iowa is used to produce ethanol. Core problem. Corn problem. Look at this. This is good. The farmers I spoke to don't seem to know or care where their crop goes. Ethanol, chicken feed, Cheetos, it's all the same. A nearly word-for-word conversation I had with a farmer who grows on 3,000 acres. Why do you choose a certain variety of corn or soybean? Yield. Does it matter whether you're growing for ethanol or animal feed or food oil or whatever? No. Do you know what happens to the grain after you sell it? I have no idea. I bring my soybeans to the elevator and get a check. It gets trucked away and mixed with other grain. A complete disconnection. We look to the heartland for a deeper connection to food, Mark, and we discover that the food system itself is disconnected, right? So much disconnection. A tale as old as time time of agriculture. Uh, It would take 168 million people to produce the same amount of shit as as that expelled by Iowa's confined animals. We are not carnivores, Mark. It's a lot of shit. Okay, Josh. Farmers who would like to change things feel trapped by the system. Dis- mm. Disconnect. Well, and not empowered, right? It's a very cutthroat, difficult business. I do think what is, he has some... With old mother nature dealing the cards. A new each growing season, Mark. It's pretty hard to fill this dead air, buddy. He's looking for that pull quote. <sighs> I flew home on July 4, filled with unanswerable questions about On the your birthday, he's flying birthday. home. About the nature of our country, an oligarchy, if ever there was one. Josh, the closing graph. Yeah? A paragraph to, or like a graph? Paragraph. Okay. I'm speaking with a team of journalists here. TK, baby. <laughs> TK, baby. <laughs> Yet the promises of democracy are ours for the taking, or more accurately, they could be ours if we strive. And ultimately, the only real solutions lie in actual democracy, government that is... No, this isn't what I wanted to read. Those are all things that are eroding. I know. Well, that's my point. A lot of this is a story of erosion. This is a tale of erosion. I'm not sure it's a tale as old as happy time. It's a tale as old as... Modern times. Modern times. (sighs) Everything's eroding. Oh, where's my phone? So I was saving some stories to the notes. Just You didn't want to put them in the dock. It was a lot of work. I would have had to like... <laughs> so did I have to do now or not? You can decide if they're worth it. First, you got to tell me what that interlude was. That, my friend, was Monster Rally. Oh, old Monster I think Rally. he's like a Cleveland based, like an artist and stuff, but he makes these great uh, albums where he kind of mashes up Tropicalia with... Uh, Beats. Beats. That song was called Philodendron Fields. Okay, go on. Great listening on our the driving portions of our recent trip. You took another trip? Same trip. Which trip? We went to Nevada City, spent a few days there with our oh. friends, and then from there we flew to Seattle, Oh. spent a few days there. My grandmother celebrated her 100th birthday. Whoa. 
Shout out, Grams. Jeez. Crazy thing was, earlier this year, I don't know, like four months ago, she was at death's door. Yes, she had what pneumonia. I she told me. Yeah. Didn't seem like she was going to make it. She bounces back on her 100th birthday at the party. She was more uh, together and crisp than I've seen her in probably four or five years. She was remembering all sorts of stuff. Damn. She was hearing things. She was even remembering like <laughs> not to give people shit about certain things. It's quite a show. Wow. hundred years old. Congratulations. Delightful person. Happy to have those genes. Yeah. Hopefully I'll be all right with all this sucralose I've been eating. Uh, it's going to take more than a few one bars to... It's actually a good thing that I brought this up, though. That chip away at that trunk. My trip, Mark, because when we were... We stayed at a new... Uh, well, not a, it's not a new resort to the town of Leavenworth, but new to us, called the Sleeping Lady. It's in the foreground of a mountain formation called the Sleeping Lady. Of course. If you see it, you know why. Uh, All-inclusive little place. With this beautiful pool and like hot tub and oh, it was gorgeous little cabins. Oh, but we were walking uh, home from the the commissary. I forget the name of the restaurant. Great food, and the kids have been going nuts since California about ticks. Just worrying about ticks, <laughs> not wanting to get ticks on them. Yeah, worried about Lyme disease. And what do we find? Scrambling across, well, not scrambling, just dragging itself across the asphalt. But a big ass tick swollen butt must have just been feeding for months on somebody Oof. and so my mom's boyfriend stomped it eh. and then we were worried that maybe he didn't he should have checked his shoes when he got back because it could have been caught in the tread those things are wily you have to i we used i got ticks growing up did you east coast we, you'd have to burn them yeah you couldn't kill them you had to burn them i mean you could have step, you ever thought that you're step on them you're all sorts of your like weird fatigue maladies might have been Lyme disease. Because Lyme disease can lie dormant and then just... Doom. I don't have fatigue maladies. You had those kind of strange... I have a lot of strange maladies. Right. Unexplainable. Lyme disease, kind of that's what happens. People get it and they have a hard time convincing a doctor that it's real. So what do I do? I'm just asking if you ever looked under that stone. I have not looked under that stone. Is that a, Can I get tested for that? Well, uh, there's an article I was looking at in the Atlantic called what tick saliva does to the human body. That's by Sarah Zhang. Zhang. Did you read this one? No, but I saw it. They use their saliva to create a lake of blood inside the hosts. Isn't that disgusting? So I think when they bite in, they, uh, geez, more, scientists have since cataloged more than 3,500 proteins from the saliva of various tick species. They big protein blast changing things up in your, uh, Bloodstream creating a little lake of blood that I then I think they drink from. I wish I'd read this article. Um, so not only did you not put in the doc, but you also didn't read it. But here you go. Lastly, the tick has to evade a host's immune system. Mammals, including humans, have complex immune systems. The tick saliva can neutralize pretty much all of them. Ticks secrete molecular mops, which bind and neutralize his, a histamine. So they're fucking with your immune system right away. Of no wonder they're the har harbinger oh, of this strange, isn't Lyme disease like an immunodeficiency type thing? Or did probably. I make that up? Yeah, probably. All right. You heard it here first. <laughs> Where's the other one I had? Oh, in Maine, it's those East Coast ticks. First case of rare tick-borne virus in years. It's called Powassan. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Powassan. It's the first time someone has been sick with it since 2017. That's not that long. Um, ticks, palisong, brain inflammation associated with the virus. Oh, uh, Ooh, that sounds bad. Yeah. Like Lyme disease, it's spread by the bite of infected tick. It's far rarer. 21 reported cases nationwide last year, 33 in 2017, but someone died, right? So that's, that's it. We're going to succumb to the ticks. Ugh. So that's just another thing to worry about. Well, not out here. Not too bad out here. Well, Rocky, not yet, right? Rocky Mountain spotted fever. What about climate change, Mark? Because climate change may have prepared this superbug to kill humans. Have you heard about Candida auris? Oh, of course. Yeah, dead light antibiotic resistant fungus. He's an itchy crotch. The, con the Candida family. It'll give you a furry tongue as well. Ugh. But it can also kill you. What's the disease called? Tick 
Powassan? Powassan. P-O-W-A-S-S-A-N. P-O-W-A-S-S-A-N. It's like some Powassan. I gotcha. <laughs> uh, Maine, is that what you're talking about? Maine reports its first case of the rare? Yeah, pretty much what I just said. Why <laughs> Why'd you need to revisit that? Okay, I should listen when you're talking. There could be a new global epidemic, though, with this uh, Candida auris. Okay. So my my umbrella point here, Mark, is that ticks. You're seeing uh, rare pathogens and things, uh, of course, popping up more frequently, and you're seeing a rise of new, more durable pathogens in the wake of climate change, Mark. Buckle up, my friend. Yeah, nobody was said my it was going to be a smooth ride on climate change. Well, guess guess what? On the climate change tip. Yep. This one's really scary. Alaskan glaciers melting 100 times faster than previously thought. I mean, what the fuck? So, we don't need to read that. Where's the outrage? I think, actually, it's coming. I think these heat waves. They're bad. You can't escape the heat. I got to tell you, 100 degrees is no real match for a swamp cooler. Or no. no, a swamp cooler is no real match for 100 degrees. You mean your, your EVAP? Yeah. Oh, you know. Okay. We were out of town during that heat wave. Oh. And we were in Leavenworth City. where it was unseasonably cool. Unbelievable. It was really hot in California, but not that hot. Unbelievable. So I was, but hey, when you're hot in California, just tuck into the river, find yourself a swimming hole, jump off a rock. But you don't want to get it up your nose because sometimes there's those brain-eating amoebas. Some you know dude just died from do? one of those. I want to move to... Hawaii. Hawaii. Aloha. I don't know. Kauai, Maui, one of the two. Beautiful. I, I think that's the only option. It's this country. You can feel like you're not giving up on your own country. But you can be but far can away from all of check it. check out on a lot of this bullshit and not deal with the rat race. Are those self-sustainable islands, though? I mean, are they... Oh, I don't know. Are you trapped there if shit oh, goes yeah. down? Yeah. But can, can they produce enough food and water to mm. feed their inhabitants? Yeah, probably not. I guess you'll find out. Check in for episode 148. Uh, yeah, so thanks. I guess now that's we, it. Oh, I was kidding. You, what, you, you, you did a successful outro. All right. Now we've got about uh, five more minutes. We could go if you want. <laughs> you think you're done, huh? You've made a good point about ticks to close out the summer show. Hey, is it the summer check? show? The do last you guys show do tick thing? checks? Not to get too personal. Um. Because you know where those ticks like to burrow. Well, my mother was saying that when she was growing up in uh, North Dakota, uh-huh. oh yeah, um, that her her dad would would check their butt cracks. You had to check there for ticks. Yeah. If we go anywhere on a tick escapade, I'm not. I don't do this anymore since the kids are older. But Jenny does full tick checks. Really? All crevices are checked. You're you're not in charge of crevices anymore. I don't think. Just I'm your own that. crevices. Who's <laughs> checking your crevices? It's a little does, creepy. Does oh. Red Twist check your crevice. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> wow, well, that's a sad note to end on. Wow. Episode 147. Cock lines. Check your crevices. Subhead. Will someone please check Mark's crevice? It's been left unattended for a really long time. It's probably okay. Okay.